Boom. Hi, everypony, and welcome to Macintosh and Mod, the show about My Little Pony from two adults who love it in spite of their children. to Macintosh and Mod. I'm Diana, aka Mod. And I'm David, aka Macintosh. It's season seven, episode 14, Fame and Misfortune. Twilight published her friendship journal hoping that its lessons will inspire others, but readers just end up bickering over which pony is best. Whoa. You know, we've had some meta moments throughout the show. <laughs> some things we could not have predicted. Yeah. This one is the most meta. This is an attack on us. Yes. So much so that our guest from our previous episode, Vin, actually said, you're going to get to an episode in season seven that is very meta for y'all, like very. And when I watch this one, I messaged them and said, it's this one. And they're like, yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess the first question is, why would you do us like this, writers? To be fair, this season was airing when we started our podcast. Mm-hmm. So that was some real quick sniping at us yeah or they just they knew they were watching us from afar and they just knew right they could sense it from us mm-hmm. so, but, well okay the only thing they could have like purposely put in was <laughs> my rarity <laughs> shit oh you think they didn't get to that because damn uh-huh damn i love it i'm here for it i'm so happy i'm not I it's really bad me, I love it. <laughs> but it's not even as mean as the Fluttershy shit. No, the Fluttershy one is the absolute worst, and all of those ponies should be ashamed of themselves, yeah, frankly. They they suck. They're not good. Also interesting is that the MLP wiki does state that M. A. Larson, the writer for this episode, when presented with the premise for this episode, was not happy. <laughs> and when we were at BrodyCon, when we heard him speak with Jason Thiessen, they really talked about that they really don't like doing the fan service stuff and that because of their production schedule, they aren't really able to do a whole lot of that. Yeah. With the exception of the episode 100, they really try not to do things specifically for the fans. So, yeah, I could totally see this just being like, yeah, I don't really like the idea of having ponies like fan like the whole fan fandom thing happened ah but see that's where you're wrong mr larson because it's actually a really great message to bring up yeah because some of the fandom the the brony fandom is quite toxic and not so great oh we're seeing it all over the place yeah like we're we're seeing it now we saw some of it when we were actually at BronyCon. i will say that our experience at BronyCon was like 85 percent positive but yeah, and I will say this is true of all fandoms. Yeah, well, all, yes. All fandoms have jerks and bad and toxic people. I've never seen a fandom that is 100% always amazing all the time. Yeah. So I totally understand just being like, yeah, we just don't want to do this. But it kind at this point, season seven, season seven, y'all are blowing up. This is crazy. This is a huge phenomenon, I especially with the episodes about Daring Do. You've already gone in on that route. So, okay, having something happen that actually makes the main six themselves confront quote unquote fans is interesting. And then having a rebuttal song about it 
is great. I love that. This is actually one of the best songs in the series. Yeah. So I'm, I really, I really love this episode. This is probably one of my favorite of the season. It's very good. Yeah. And of course, feelings, because fuck this season with feelings. I didn't have that many feelings. <sighs> Song makes me cry. Okay. Rude. So we start with Twilight's walking through town and she gets hit with some food. <laughs> Oops. Sorry, Princess Twilight. That was meant for her. Incoming! And it's this little filly throwing some ice cream. Whoa! And splat onto the other side. Tula Rula, coconut cream, what are you doing? That was meant for my ex-friend. I'm not your ex-friend. You're my ex-friend. And so they start throwing uh, ice cream and treats back and forth. And finally, Twilight just magics a force field around herself to make it all stop. Hey, that is some powerful cleaning tools right there. Yeah. Magic cleaning? I'm for it. Mm-hmm. Let's figure out that technology. Both of you, stop. And so then we cut to what has obviously been a lecture. <laughs> so you see, friendship isn't always easy, but there's no doubt it's worth fighting for. Aww. Hmm. That sounds familiar. <gasps> and we cut to Twilight is in her library. She's searching through all of her books and she comes upon the journal. We haven't seen the journal in forever. When did the journal go away? Was it season four? It was when it was after we got the cutie map. Yeah. Because we stopped doing Dear Princess Celestia. And also because she was like, you don't have to write a lesson every like, time. Write to me when you learn something. Yeah. Which was great and also very funny. But they've graduated now. They've graduated now. So they've got a cutie map telling them where to go and what to do and how to learn things. You got to fix shit. And so Twilight's looking around. Aha, here it is. Starlight Glimmer comes in. What is that? Come on, Starlight. Don't judge a book by its cover. Oh, it's bad. It's bad. It's very, like, worn and gross. This is the friendship journal my friends and I used to keep. It's filled with all of the things we learned. Like, friendship isn't always easy, but there's no doubt it's worth fighting for. And she shows her the page, and a page falls out. I'll judge a book by its cover just this once. Hmm. <laughs> my little pony. My, my little, little pony. pony. So we cut over to the map room and we got all the main six there. Thanks for coming, everypony. I've got a surprise for you. What is it, Twilight? Do I need to prepare myself? <laughs> a little fluttershy. Like, I love how she's like, okay, but like, what kind of surprise are we talking about? Is this a bad surprise? Or a good surprise? It's this. And she zaps the journal on the table. Ugh, what is that thing? Why is it so smelly? Wait a minute. Is this our old friendship journal? I haven't seen this in forever. Wait, it's looking a little uh overwrap. I'll see. And Rainbow Dash flies up as she starts turning through the pages. There's a smushed apple in Applejack's lessons. Fluttershy's lessons are so small you can barely read them. I wanted to leave room for all of you. Oh my God, Fluttershy. Like it's tiny. It's in the corner of a page. <laughs> I don't even know what this is. It is called calligraphy, darling. If you're going to make words, at least make them fabulous. And so then Applejack takes it, and so she gets to a different page, and the she turns it sideways, and the page folds out, and there are holes in the paper. Little lightning bolts. Mm-hmm. Looks like you got a little aggressive with your friendship lessons, Rainbow Dash. What can I say? When I learn something, I learn it hard. <laughs> I found Pinky's page. <laughs> well... I am surprised! <laughs> that wasn't the only surprise. And then Starlight Glimmer comes in, 
and zaps all the book. And all of a sudden, there are copies. She learned a photocopy magic. <laughs> Ta-da! Starlight and I decided to make one for each of you. That's amazing! A perfect copy! I learned this spell years ago when I needed to make copies of a certain <clears throat> manifesto. <laughs> I like how we just keep bringing it up, but it's her who brings it up. She and keeps it's just like, it Yeah, I used to be a cult leader. What's up? <laughs> well, she's like, she's very proud of her knowledge. And then she's like, oh, I right. Used to, I used it for evil. That's why I used that. Oops. Ah, even better than a perfect copy. Oh, I'd forgotten about this lesson. <laughs> Remember this one from when I helped Daring do? Never underestimate the power of friends who always got your back. Aw, cheese sandwich! Party cannon! Ah, anniversary! <laughs> After Twilight remembered the journal, I had so much fun reading all the stuff you've all learned. I just had to have my own copy. And that brings me to my second part of the surprise, my idea. How would you girls feel about making our journal available for every pony? If we can get these lessons into other ponies' hooves, maybe they'll benefit from them. Well, I think that's a great idea. I'm in. Yay! We always said we wanted to. Sounds fabulous. <laughs> I am awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, good idea. <laughs> Thank you, Rainbow. Of course, Rainbow. So we get this little montage of them delivering books to different stores. And then we see them starting to sell really well. We go to Manhattan and Times Square's advertising the book itself. So it's doing really great. And so then we cut over to the school and all the little fillies and colts are lined up to meet Twilight. And then we hear Tula Rula and Coconut Cream fighting again. No, I don't want to play with you anymore. Why not? You love playing hopscotch. No, you do because you always win. Hey, girls. Couldn't help it over here. You might want to take a breather. Maybe read Rainbow Dash's chapter on Rainbow Falls. It might help. Sure, princess. Thanks, Twilight. The Friendship Journal's making us real popular. Oh. We were thinking of putting together a cutie mark summer camp. Now every pony's definitely going to sign up for it. This is going to be awesome. A cutie mark camp is a great idea. Yeah, but the purpose of the journal isn't supposed to be marketing. Uh... Okay, so like the key crusaders are getting excited because they're getting kind of popular. Well, but here's the thing. They were going to use it to do something else with the Cutie Mark Crusaders group. Well, like for them, it's it's like their lesson plan. But now it's like, oh, now everybody's got this. This is super cool. Great. And, you know, we we happen to know you so we can build on that. Sure. The Crusaders not doing the worst thing in the world here. No, it's an opportunity. So now Twilight and Starlight are walking through town. I just hope those fools actually learn something from our lessons. They will. I'm sure ponies from all across Equestria will. Whoa. <laughs> uh, hello. Can I help you? And they have walked right into a group of ponies, of fan ponies, of like, there's no other word for them. They are bronies. <laughs> there is nothing. There is nothing else we can call this group of ponies. They are bronies. Every grown-up rando that we see in this episode is a brony. Is a brony. Yeah, pretty much. Like when you put that meta commentary filter on, wow, they've got a lot to say in this episode. <laughs> yeah, huh? We're here all the way from Philadelphia because we got copies of your friendship journal. Oh, how wonderful! What was your favorite friendship? Will you sign them? Oh, uh, I guess so. So what did you think of the lessons? Oh, we haven't read them. These are keepsakes. We got to keep them in mint condition. <laughs> oh, 
And so she signs them and they start to go off. Wow, that was worth the trip. (sighs) And so they continue walking through town and they get to where the cafe is. And we see our rando pony of the week is going to be Diamond Cutter. Excuse me? Mm -hmm. How dare you make this pony? Uh, Yeah. Our rando pony (laughs) of the week. Okay. Too, okay, I just will peek behind the curtain. Sometimes when I pick my random ponies of the week, I haven't actually watched the episode. <laughs> because I, I sometimes I do some pre-screening on the random ponies because especially with season seven, we're getting limited. Yeah. We're, yeah. Very fair. So some ponies, there's a, there's only a few that look show up in one that show up in another episode. So my options are limited. So I need to be a little selective on what options I give, especially when we have guests. So Diamond Cutter is actually not the one I wanted to pick. I wanted to pick one of the ponies from one of the bookstores because they're extra cute. Uh They they don't have names. Uh. Diamond Cutter has a name. It hasn't been said before. So Diamond Cutter it is. Diamond Cutter has a ponytail. He has a gold, what looks like a diamond on his flank. And he says some shit about rarity, and that's just icing on the cake. Uh, Diamond Cutter, I want you to know something. I'm gunning for you as worst rando pony of this series. Diamond Cutter is voiced by your pal Peter New. So, slight rule. Mm. Don't worry, Twilight. I'm sure lots of other ponies are being inspired to be better friends. Well, I, for one, found the journal terribly illuminating. <gasps> and so Twilight and Starlight hide behind the bush while these two are talking. I agree. I'm seeing sides of these ponies I didn't know were there. I'd only wish they'd left Rarity out. She clearly doesn't belong in that book with the rest of them. Oh boy. I'm so happy. Why? Because this is, this takes a turn into like vicious. Okay, so we'll get there. Let's finish this scene and then we can talk about it. (laughs) Let's finish the scene and then we'll talk about it. Oh, I know. Who does she think she is? Certainly she did a fine job setting up the Ponyville Day celebration, but does she really believe it was a success just because of her? (laughs) The nerve. And then we pan out and we can see that Rarity is behind a newspaper and she's crying. Oh yeah, the tears are already there. (laughs) But that's not what she was saying. Rarity! (laughs) And she runs off. Oh, poor Rarity. She overheard all the mean things those ponies were saying. She must be devastated. I'm going after her. Go ahead. I'm going to have a chat with these two. Hell yeah, Starlight. Rarity, wait. <laughs> so she she goes off and follows her. Uh, okay, so this is mean because these ponies probably knew that Rarity was there. <sighs> Maybe. But also, they seem like the kind of ponies who are oblivious to anyone but themselves. And that includes Daisy. Yo, Daisy's like OG townie pony. Daisy's been there since day fucking one. Yeah. She was one of our OG randos. And it's like, Daisy, the fuck? (laughs) Well, okay, maybe Daisy's sick of Rarity and her BS. Okay, that's fair. And that is fine. But at this point in season seven, for the townie ponies to be like, Rarity doesn't deserve to be in the book is bullshit. Yes. I get to say this because that's (laughs) my thing. Because that is part of the premise of this show. It's not the premise of the show. It's just one of my shticks for the show. It's a subplot that we've been going on with for quite some time now. Season seven going strong. (laughs) She's still at 6.5? Yeah, she's (laughs) 6.5. 
I think for me, what and honestly, this is definitely partly a rarity bias, but there is an element of just like it's needlessly cruel the way they talk about it. The way Daisy talks about her, yes, because she Fair. gives she gives no examples. Diamond Cutter gave an example. Pony Day Celebration. That is one of the episodes where she pissed me the fuck off. <laughs> she was horrible. He gave an example. Is it the best example? No. However, it was one of those moments where Rarity was like, I'm the best ever. And she was not. She's like, you, it was good in spite of you. Yes, it was. Uh, so it was one of those moments where I was like, okay, at least he gave examples for his opinion. He backed up his work. But then Twilight clearly points out the problem. Yeah. And most importantly, and this is the thesis statement of this entire episode, because it comes up with other ponies, is that. That's not the point of why Rarity told this story. And I understand that. But also, here's the other thing. One of the things that I do like about this being included is that, and it's probably a good, it's a good lesson for everyone, is that you cannot know someone's intent. No. Like, you cannot, if you don't know them, you don't have a personal relationship, you can't know their intent. Twilight wants to go and argue with these people over the intent behind what Rarity was saying. What's on the page is what people are going to take. They don't know Rarity at all. And yet, hearing those things suck. And one of the things that we ourselves as creators, when we put something out in the world, we just have to be okay with someone being like, your stuff is shit. Yeah. Like, we can try to defend, like, but our effort, we love it so much. Like, I shit on Rarity because... I love the show so much. All some people hear is she shits on Rarity too much and she should shut up. Yeah. That's all some people are going to hear. That's fine. <laughs> I have to be okay with that as somebody who's putting out a creative work. Yeah. This is part of that lesson. Well, and and that's why Twilight has a big has to have a big reckoning with that. Mm, yes. Like as much as Starlight wants to go defend her friends and good on her yes. for wanting to defend totally. her friends. Totally. Absolutely. And we see this played out on Twitter all the damn time, especially lately. Yeah. But like, in essence, there is a reason for Starlight to go and defend Rarity. B because these two, honestly, and it comes up especially with other ponies, it's like you are wildly taking out of context what the pony in this book is trying to say. Well, it's just, I do kind of wish we could have gotten to see what Starlight had to say. Oh, yeah. Because Starlight wasn't there for any of the things that happened in this book. But Starlight learned a lesson from this. Exactly. That was a missed opportunity with this episode. Because I do like the whole, you can't defend people's opinion of you. No. But here's an opportunity where somebody who wasn't there but has is defending that work. If there's there's something there where they missed an opportunity, I feel like. Ooh, there's some threads we can pick up later in this episode. Absolutely. Interesting. Interesting. So then we follow Twilight trying to run off of Rarity and Pinkie Pie barrels right into her. Twilight, isn't it amazing? Our journals are everywhere. Pinkie, I've got a ponies keep stopping to tell me my entries are hilarious. And a pony stops Pinkie and she gives them an autograph. That's cool. I've even had some pony come all the way from Las Pegasus to say how much they liked my lessons. I'm so glad to hear some ponies are being inspired by the journal. Hey, look, there's Pinkie Pie, the funny one. <laughs> <laughs> Giggly feedback is the best kind. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you're getting a positive reaction. I just saw Rarity and I'm afraid the whole journal thing really upset her. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> 
Wait, that wasn't even funny. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, I guess I'll catch you later. (laughs) There's some visual gags in this episode that are perfect. They're they're just like, come on, do do a, like, come on, clown dance. (laughs) And just Twilight being like, is is anybody going to laugh for me? And then Cherry Berry's cough in the foreground it's, is perfect. It's so great. <laughs> Twilight groans. Yep. Bye, Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> Classic Pinky. Oh, she's even funnier in real life. You've known me for years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I love I love indignant Pinkie Pie. <laughs> Like, she's just like, no, that's not a laugh line. No. She's like way off in the distance, waving her hoof wildly. Like, what the fuck? That's great. great. Like, so Twilight is still on her way towards Rarity, but pages have started to fall on her face. And she looks up and she flies up into a cloud where Rainbow Dash is being interrogated by two little Pegasi. Oh my God, this Pegasus is... Both adorable and the worst. These two are just obnoxious to the nth degree. They're obnoxious. And yet also, all of these little Pegasus, adorable. And they're also little rainbow dashes. Of course. Yeah. Uh-huh. Maybe it's time to call it a day. I whipped out all of the Twilight Sparkle lessons because they were getting in the way of the good ones. <laughs> what do you mean you skipped the lessons? We've all had valuable experiences. Hey, here's a great idea. Why don't you guys talk to Twilight for a while so I can get back to things like working and napping and, well, pretty much anything else. Oh, we don't want to hear her boring lesson. Come on, tell us again how you met Darwin (laughs) Do. I love her so much. She's great. She's just like, no, I don't want to hear that boring. The boring, that's dumb. She's ripping out. Every other pony's lesson. This is this is pony. This is blasphemous. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is this is a crime against books. Oh, it's very. This is a book crime. This is so fucking funny. <laughs> Again, haven't we already covered that one a couple dozen times? We can't get enough of it. Come on, you don't want to disappoint your fans. Uh, and the worst. Gr- and now, like, there's a whole group that just keeps flying nearer and nearer. <laughs> it's the one. It's the I want my two dollars, kids. Yep. 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 Uh, it's just that I uh really need to get those storm clouds back in their pens. Ah, oh, cool. We'll come along. You can tell us a story, dear. Rainbow, Rainbow Dash. Rainbow Dash. Rainbow Dash. And Rainbow Dash just looks defeated. Ugh. And so. Twilight is defeated, and so she goes, she's going back through town, and there's a mob group all shouting, and Twilight is like, oh, what's going on now? Please, leave, just leave me alone. Fluttershy, what's wrong? And Twilight picks up two of the ponies, adult ponies. She magics the ponies out of the way. Shoves them to the side. We want answers. Yeah, we're entitled to know. What is it, every pony? We want to know why Fluttershy keeps learning the same thing over and over again. Be assertive already. Even I've learned more than she has. Why can't I be in the book? What? Really? Are you attacking my friend because you want to be in a book? Thank you, Starlight. Every episode, I'm just like, yeah, I'm Starlight Glimmer. I get it. She does the magic equivalent of grabbing him by the collar and shoving him against a wall. Yeah, it's... it's... (laughs) Yeah, I'm Starlight Glimmer. It's true. 
then Fluttershy. Oh, fuck yes. It's okay. I, I got this, girls. Listen up. I am more assertive, and yes, it took me a while to get there, but can you honestly say that you can learn something one time and completely change who you are? I don't think so. Wow, you're way different from the Fluttershy in the book. And Fluttershy gives a little smile. I don't know how I feel about that. Hmm. <laughs> and Fluttershy goes off. Oh, wow. It feels like every pony in Equestria is missing the friendship part of the friendship journals. And so they've finally arrived at Carousel Boutique. Oh, Where, man. This Okay. This makes all of it worth it. <laughs> okay. You have to admit, it makes it worth it. I Oh, I hate what they said. The Fluttershy stuff is way worse. Like, those ponies are off fucking base. I will say this. There's a fair criticism to, like, we, we've done this before with Fluttershy, but she has made these small incremental changes that have been so powerful when they've happened like scare master her being like oh i realized that i can be really good at scaring my friends but i don't enjoy it this is not for me i don't feel left out y'all go have fun we're good we're gonna get there at the end of the episode Mm -hmm. but one of the things that this is bringing forward is that there is a tension with this show of having an adult fan base yes for a show meant for children absolutely and so when an adult fan base gets attached to a show like this mm-hmm. and then starts judging it on the terms of adult television, yeah, this is where you get this. <laughs> that Well, that's a part of it. I, I don't think it's unfair to be like, you've done like five episodes of Fluttershy no, becoming absolutely. more assertive. But I do love her arguments. Like, can you tell me that you've learned the same lesson once and you completely change your character? That doesn't make sense. And What's what's funny is that we will excuse things like that in a live action narrative drama, but we can't accept that same type of slow character growth in a cartoon show. Yeah. That's what's interesting. Rarity, are you all right? And so like, we just hear the sewing machine going. <laughs> what are you doing? And Rarity turns around, wild eyed, mascara everywhere. Why I'm creating a gown, darling. For what? I don't know. I'm stress sewing. Stress sewing? <laughs> when I overheard those two at the cafe, I suddenly understood why I've been getting cancellations for days. What? Why are ponies canceling their orders? Because no pony likes me anymore. They're boycotting me. And we cut to outside. There's a rarity protest. She goes over to the window and makes the most animal grunt I've heard out of a pony in this show. No, we've heard more. It's still... Maybe out of rarity, though. But it's just like... I'm sure if I go out there and talk to those ponies, they'll see that they're being unreasonable. (laughs) So she goes over, opens the door. (gasps) I need a hundred blankets, and I need them now. Sorry, Twilight. And Twilight is flat. Yep. (laughs) Because this is a cartoon. Mm -hmm. And I love it. And sometimes they act like cartoons. Then, right away, pony who still likes me. I'm going to repeat that. <laughs> That's going to be one that gets stays. Just like for a thousand moons. Okay, pony who still likes me. Uh, just what's nice here is we're getting another glimpse of that rarity Applejack friendship. Yeah. Where they're two very different ponies. Yeah. But it's like, oh, you're still friends with me? Thank you. <laughs> it's, I uh, desperately need validation right now. No, that one goes in the vault along with uh, the one our daughter hates. 
Sweetie Belle, precious face. Sweetie Belle, precious face. My daughter hates that one. We say it to her all the time. It's super fun. Just, just the wild, manic rarity being like, I don't know how I'm going to save anything now. It's just, I can't regulate things right now. I don't need nothing fancy. What's the matter, Applejack? I'm popular, Twilight. I'm popular, and I don't like it one bit. And Starlight Gloomer just looks at Twilight. Go ahead. I'll stay here. (laughs) So off they go, and Rarity goes back to sewing, and Starlight just kind of stares at her like, how do I deal with this? (laughs) Rarity's just like, "Mm -hmm." she's vibrating. So they come over to Sweet Apple Acres, and there are ponies everywhere. Oh, God. And they have taken, they have made apple cutie marks and taped them to their flanks, which is very cute. (laughs) Cute, but also awful. I mean, like, in the costume sense, it's cute, but, like, all these ponies are just hanging out. And so Apple Bloom is, like, giving them cider, and Granny Smith is trying to feed them, and, like, it's bad. They've turned it into a theme park without offering any payment that we can see? Pretty much. Applejack, who are all these ponies? They call themselves the Sweet Apple Admirers. They say they read my journal entries, and they felt like part of the family. Now... They actually want to become part of the family. And a pony jumps out and takes a picture with Applejack. Applejack's eyes go cross-eyed because she's taken too many selfies. Your journal entries? Yeah, you know, all the stuff about how friends are like family and whatnot. Can't you get rid of them? And Applejack pulls two random fillies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is where we see Applejack's brand of losing it. And kick out my own family? And then Granny Smith comes by. With, like, a ton of pythons on her back that she's balancing. This is bad. Granny Smith, hang on. Let me help. There she is. Yeah! I wish we'd never released that journal. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. This is not good. So we go back to Twilight's castle, and she's in her room, and Starlight comes in. There you are. Okay, I just left Rarity. I think she's doing better in... Oh, boy. Window staring, huh? Was it that bad at Sweet Apple Acres? I love you, Starlight. It's bad everywhere. I thought I was doing something good. I thought I was helping. How could our friendship journal have led to so much anti-friendship? Oh, Twilight, it's not your fault. Of course it's my fault. If I hadn't had the big idea to make copies, none of this would be happening. I'm afraid I made life awful for my friends. I really think you're being too hard on yourself. Am I? This is where a copy editor really could have helped them. Yeah. Because they just sort of gave the book out. Yeah. <laughs> like, keep keep the original for you, obviously. You know what these lessons mean. Make copies for you, like, your near and dear. Yeah, but um, that original manuscript probably could use a few tweaks. Yeah, yeah. Then again, some of these ponies could stand to back off a little fucking bit. So then we hear this loud swarm at the door. And so Twilight goes to open the door and the the friends all come in and they're able to shut the door. And they're all like incognito. Yep. I didn't know where else to go. I got so much cooking and cleaning and family in to do. I ain't got time for anything else. At least ponies aren't laughing at you every time you talk. Not even I want to be funny all the time. I'm telling you, my days of hilariousness are over. And she has put herself in an I dream of genie lamp. And she has like popped her head out. And she's trying to hide in it. The meta commentary of Pinkie Pie not always wanting to be the bit and then doing a bit. While doing a bit. I love you, Pinkie Pie. I don't, I don't know. It breaks my brain. It's 
I'm proud. I'm proud of you, My Little Pony. Comedy genius. I'm proud of you, Emmy Larson. Thank you. You think you've got problems? I know I am awesome, but I can't even go to the bathroom without some pony trying to tell me how cool I am. Uh, Rarity? What are you wearing? My emotions, darling. Stress couture. I feel this. This outfit. Is like Scarlett O'Hara in the curtain dress gone wrong. It's incredible. It's... It's not good. It's amazing. But it is incredible. Someone on Etsy made a plush of this look, and it's adorable. I just... Her face in this moment... Where you can see that because she has finished this, she at least feels some self-assuredness of, I can take anything and make it into a dress, darling. Yep. That's all I needed to know. (laughs) I don't know what I'm going to do if I have to defend myself one more time. Fluttershy is mad. She is just like beside herself. And then a measuring tape comes and floats up next to her. And she is making evil eyes. Hmm? Oh, uh, sorry, darling. Force of habit. And so like, they they go and they try to like look out the windows to see if things are dying down, but then someone's face pops up and starts yelling at them. It's it's all bad. It's all really bad. Okay, so maybe they're having a hard time with it. That doesn't mean you did anything wrong. Yes, I did. Releasing the journal was my idea and it backfired in ways I could have never imagined. It's not your fault. It's every pony else's. They're just focusing on the wrong things and <gasps> wait here, I've got an idea. And so Starlight Glimmer uses her magic. I can't wait any longer. I've got to fix this. And so Twilight goes outside and all these ponies are arguing, arguing, arguing. And one pony emerges from the group, a reporter pony to come talk to her. Princess Twilight, I'm with the Candlelight Chronicle. Quick question. What would you say to ponies who wonder why you moved to Ponyville in the first place? I moved here to learn about friendship. That's why the journal even exists. It took some time for me to get the hang of it, but it was with each of these ponies standing next to me who taught me the lessons in those journals. Applejack, Pinkie Pie, Rainbow Dash, Rarity, and Fluttershy too. Then it was all of you. I've learned so much from- What I mean is, some ponies would argue that it doesn't seem believable that the six of you would be friends. Believable? Well, sure. I read this journal cover to cover, and I have to say, your character would have been much more interesting if she'd stayed in Canterlot. My character? We are real ponies. This journal is a record of things that actually happened to us. We made mistakes and we learned from them. Ooh. I mean, that's facts. That is deep commentary. (laughs) That That is deep commentary. That's also good commentary on the show and also just people. I think this is also good commentary on people's like past Twitter bullshit. Like so long as people don't try to pretend that that's okay now, as long as they can apologize for shit and be like, hey, I was an asshole five, ten years, a year ago, whatever. I would not do that again, but I'm not going to pretend that it didn't happen. So let's move on. Like, let people grow. We have to let people grow. Yeah. And and sometimes that is a really hard thing because- It is. They, because they hit a button that is nuclear for you. Yeah. And like, that is the flip side is you in any sort of public capacity. Sure have to be willing to accept that there are some people who are just going to be like, you're a fucking no-go for me. Yeah. Oh, totally. But it it definitely is. It was like, you have to give space for people to change yeah. or they can't change, let alone will. No, like everybody was an asshole at some point in their life, said something horrible, did something horrible. There, Nobody's immune from that. And some people did it very publicly. Some people did it very privately. Everybody's guilty. You gotta let people grow. And some people have been doing a lot of growing in a short amount of time. Some people have been doing a little bit of growing over a long 
period of time. Mm-hmm. Gotta let people grow. And that's not like to excuse like truly heinous bullshit. Or, no, like... no, no, no. I mean, again, there's there's all sorts of levels. There's all sorts of degrees. And there are really difficult, sad exceptions to that. Uh, totally. Put it this way. The person who was an asshole to you 10 years ago, maybe not be the same asshole now. Yeah. Okay. Don't be this fucking reporter. Exactly. What about Rarity? Are we really supposed to believe everything she wrote in there? That's why you want to be Team Dash. She's the only one that didn't really need to learn anything because she was already so cool. Twilight was better before she got wings. Fluttershy is just so painfully shy. It's hard to relate. I mean, come on. <laughs> Wait a minute, every pony. Are Pinkie Pie and Applejack related or what? I mean, this is a fair question. But consider the source. It's caramel. <laughs> Fuck you, caramel. You've gone by three different aliases and different looks. Who are you, Caramel? Who the fuck are you? Who are you related to? See, that's where I'm like, hmm, I don't know, Caramel. I don't know. And so now it's fabulous song time. Stop acting like something's wrong. We are not flawless. We're a work in progress. We got dents and we got quirks, but it's our flaws that It's, it's this so fucking slaps <laughs> like just the chorus is we're not flawless we're a work in progress that is so perfect for everybody in the world and we've got quirks but it's our flaws, flaws that, that make, make us, us work, work. Oh, uh, so tell me what flaws you've got too because i still like what's flawed about you oh this makes me fucking cry because it's, it's true because even your best friend have quirks that you're just like god damn it why is so-and-so doing this? <laughs> like, I love them. They're my best friend. But they're doing that thing. They're doing the thing that bugs. That bugs. It bugs me. That's it. And that's just the way it is. It's just the way it is. It's true. Ugh. So good. I also really like that the song has them each kind of call out some of their shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They all point to, I have not always been perfect. Being. I like her to say, I can be a drama queen a bit stuck up. It's true. Yeah. She knows. She knows. Oh, but pink. she tries. Yeah. And like, that is the thing. You may have a personality that rubs people the wrong way. You may also have certain things in your life where you're like, I know that I'm terrible with this. Yeah. But if you know that and you're trying, that's really what matters. Yeah. So they sing this amazing song that I love. It makes me cry. Fuck the show. It's very good. So you see, every pony, none of us ever claimed to be perfect. Without our flaws, there wouldn't be any friendship lessons to learn. Without our flaws, there probably wouldn't be any friendship at all. So, like, the ponies just look at them and are just like, (laughs) so they go back inside. Jeez. You know, I'm convinced that almost all of Ponyville, terrible people. Or ponies. Yeah, because they're not people. No, they're ponies. But not good. They're kind of the worst. (laughs) I mean, but are they? I don't know. They're just... Again, they're just seeing these six from the outside. Sure. And so they have a very different perspective about what the fuck's going on. Like, what are they up to? 
Yeah, it's just, you know, like Slice of Life. It's like it's an adventure without those ones. They're not around. All of them have their own lives. Yep. They have nothing to do with them. But also, y'all stop making some assumptions. Like, seriously. True. Woo! So they go back inside the castle. So that just happened. Girls, I found two ponies who have something I think you should hear. Ugh! And so Starlight Glimmer has Tula Rula and Coconut Cream. Um, we just wanted to say thank you to all of you. Yeah, our friendship? Well, we were having trouble until we read your journal. It showed us that friends can go through all sorts of tough times and come through stronger than ever before. It's made us better friends than we've ever been. Really? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, I can't tell you how much it means to hear that. Thank you for telling us. We've had a tough couple of days, but knowing we've helped fillies like you... It makes everything we've been through worth it. Absolutely. Fads come and go. Friendship is forever. There are worse things than not being able to do anything without being told I'm awesome. And we can't change the way other ponies think about us, but we can change how we let it affect us. Or how we don't let it affect us. And then Pinkie Pie smashes a pie in her face. She puts puts a face, a pie, to her face. (laughs) Good! Laugh! And so they're all laughing, laughing, and then like they all get pulled into this hug. Reckon we still have to deal with them, don't we? Stay in the friendship moment, Applejack. They can wait a little longer. <laughs> Very cute. Ugh, and good advice. Good advice. And that's when it cements home for me, like, with the with the meta writing commentary, which is not all this episode is. Mm-hmm. But that whole thing with bringing Tula Rula and Coconut Cream. Yeah. Something y'all need to remember is this show is for the Phillies. Well, it's it that's its intended audience. Yeah. The, the adult fandom, the adult who love it, who have learned things, is icing. It's, Absolutely. It's all, it's all gravy. The the brony cons, the, all of that stuff is, is just gravy on it. And I will say, it's also incredible. Because for all of the problematic stuff, there are people there who are like, look, I could not emotionally relate to people. And then mm-hmm. I watched this show and it changed my life. Yeah. And it's amazing to hear. Yeah. And that's that's the gravy. Absolutely. You know, we do shows, we do other projects, and doing the thing is the fun. Getting people who come back and say, I love your show, it's entertaining, we have so much fun. Getting to have guests who we get to have really enjoyable and sometimes very therapeutic conversations with (laughs) is just gravy. Like, we've gotten to meet so many people through podcasting who become some of our best friends. That's all gravy. Like, doing the show, recording it, watching it, having these conversations that we were having anyways. <laughs> yeah. That we, were, we were arguing about this shit no matter what. All of this is gravy. So, yeah. So that's also just my plug of, like, if you're enjoying something, uh, not just our show, go tell them. If you're If you are consuming somebody's art, go tell them what it means to them. Always. Always. Because it costs you nothing, and it will mean everything to them. I'm not being hyperbolic here. That may literally be the reason a person continues to create. Absolutely. Because it it is that meaningful. Yep. So, ugh. That's our, that's our cheesy heart friendship plus. That's our friendship lesson for today. That's our friendship lesson today. And it's a good one. It's a good one. So until next time. Bye, everypony! Bye!
Thanks for listening. Be sure to review and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcast. For questions, comments, and recommendations, you can email us at macintoshandmod at gmail.com or find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook.